0: Burlington Wine and Food is sold out. And as you make your way around the sessions, either one, you're going to meet some of the who's who of Vermont food and wine. Just like it says, Burlington Wine and Food and beyond. Our guest to talk about Burlington Wine and Food, Sean Heyer from Bramble Restaurant in Essex at that great dining destination in Essex. Sean, nice to have you with us.
1: Bruce, thanks so much for having me.
0: Well, this is uh, fantastic, and you your restaurant has been on so many lists, and it's on so many gotta-try lists as people get their way, uh, make their way out, and so forth. Bramble is uh, one of the newer places. When did you all open?
1: You know, we, we, we just opened recently. It was like April 14th, I believe, was our yeah. actual opening day. Um, we've been so lucky and so grateful the community has embraced us. Our neighbors have been so kind. Uh, the guests that come in have been you know very gracious to us. You know opening a restaurant is 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 never easy. You never really you know you you plan for all possible scenarios, and as soon as you open the door, you know scenario number one hundred and one that you didn't plan for <laughs> happens and so um you, you know again we're 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 just so grateful. Not only for our local community, but our, our business community and, and then, you know, and then our, our restaurant cohorts around town that have really, um, you know, been, been so nice to us in the, in the press and in the media.
0: Well, you certainly have been getting a whole bunch of love from a whole bunch of different sources, no doubt. Bramble is in the Essex experience, and Essex is becoming just this, this restaurant row. It is uh, unbelievable. So you're really taking your place among a, a select group. It's uh, The bar is raised pretty high. Uh, tell, uh, tell us a little bit about Bramble, the philosophy, maybe a signature dish, and uh, whether any of sure. that has changed in the couple of months since you all opened the doors.
1: Sure. I mean, you know, first off, you know, you, you definitely hit the nail on the head with the Essex experience and, and the community that's that's going on here on our campus. Uh, you know, again, um, you know, part of our success should be shared by, you know, uh, Peter Edelman, who is the visionary behind the Essex experience and the owner, uh, but also our our neighbors. I mean, we've got black flannel across the street. We've got salt and bubbles around the corner. We've got peace of mind Pilates. We've got, you know, the Magic Man and, and everything that they're doing and, you know, the Purple Sage and the spa um, and then the Essex Resort right down the street. So, you know, it's not just us. I mean, we feel um, that part of our launch and or our successful launch, at least thus far, is, is definitely due in part to creating a, a vibrant community of music, art, food um that you know we're we're just really grateful and, and lucky to be a part of
0: yeah and particularly the food and you come at it from the wine viewpoint i mean colleen's the chef you're the wine guy it's a match right and i i think it's a definite compliment to the experience there the essex experience if you will
1: yeah you know <laughs> that's, that's funny you know colleen and i definitely do compliment each other you know we um, I, I'm, 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 I, I married up for sure. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it, but you know, we've both been in the business a long time and we both come about it honestly. And yeah, I come, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a wine guy for sure. You know, I'm sommelier by trade, but I really came up behind the bar. I was very lucky to be part of, you know, what is now this, you know, American classic cocktail movement um you know when i was a bartender young bartender in the in the 90s and in in early 2000s in san francisco you know we didn't have the internet we didn't know what a tincture was we didn't know you know no we, we smuggled absinthe in from the czech republic um ah. illegally because <laughs> you couldn't get it in the united states um and colleen you know she came up in in those in those same restaurants and in, in san francisco i mean her roots you know are here um but she, you know, as a young uh, woman and cook um, in, in San Francisco and playing with the big boys, um, you, you know, she's she's been exposed to quite an array of, of foods and styles. And, you know, you talk about us complimenting each other. For me, wine, like when I really got into wine was when I had that aha moment that the, the masterminds behind the wine, they're just farmers. And yeah. that's what, like, that's what, you know, that's what removed the mystique of wine for me. And I really delved into it. I got to go and walk the vineyards in Napa and walk the vineyards in Provence and Burgundy and, you know, and in the Rivo de Duero in Spain. And, you know, I see these old guys, fourth, fifth generation, you know, dirt under their fingernails and walking around in their, you know, muck boots and their hunters. I right. was like, you know what? This is like home for me.
0: <laughs> it's true. Now, both of you are from Vermont. Uh,
1: I, I actually grew up in upstate New York okay. um, and spent, you know, a lot of my adolescence here. Uh, this has been my, you know, adopted home for a long time. Um, you know, I have lots of family here. Most of my family has left New York and, and, and resettled in Vermont. You know, I've got a sister in Charlotte and a brother in Colchester and yada, yada, yada. So, nice. Uh, and then Paul, and Colleen grew up in southern Vermont. Her parents owned an inn called Cooper Hill Inn, right down near Mount Snow. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. And she she literally grew up, you know, cultivating the gardens and and the produce that that they would cook for, you know, both inn guests and and family alike. So.
0: Well, that'll be uh, some great news for folks who listen to us in Bennington because uh, they'll remember that. And we just had the proprietor of the Blue Ben Diner in Bennington on with us last week. So uh, all of those uh, all those kind of touchstones from from Southern Vermont are coming back as well. So it's yeah. uh, so that's terrific. And uh, Bramble is just another of the newer places that's around in Essex, and uh, what would you say is uh, Bramble's signature dish? Do you agree that your signature sometimes is yours, but sometimes your guests are going to tell you what your signature dish is?
1: Oh, for sure. You know, we don't have a white elephant on the menu yet, right? We haven't quite gotten there yet, for sure. So, you you know, but but if there is one, you know, I'm going to say that it rings true to Colleen's culinary style of, you know, tugging at those uh, nostalgic heart, hearts and it's um it's the uh, uh rhubarb uh, rhubarb cake that we serve for dessert oh yeah so it's just a, a very simple rhubarb cake it comes from you know Marilyn Marilyn hunt Colleen's mom it comes from you know her recipe from you know 35 40 years ago and 20 years ago and 15 years ago and that they would serve at the inn and um it's just as as simple and delicious uh, as it was then as it is today so a rhubarb cake with a little creme fraiche and dusted with a little uh, hibiscus dust.
0: Oh so, man, sounds um, good. Sounds yeah, good. But there but but I think we're oh, on to think we're on to a theme here, Sean, because uh, you were telling me that you're going to be serving at Burlington Wine and Food a little sweet, a little dessert course, uh nice yeah, we took nice the, lane to go in. Sure.
1: That's great. Yeah, we took the sweet route. I mean, you know, here at Bramble, so you know, we say that you know our dishes are are micro seasonal, right? We like to be involved from the seat up. Um, we say that you know we are as local and fresh as possible. So our our menu is constantly changing. You know, sometimes every single day. Um, you know, depending on what's coming from the from the produ- from the farmers and our and our partners and producers. But, um, and then we have this very large uh, uh, prominent piece in the middle of our dining room, which is this custom built wood fired oven. So we like to say that most of our dishes are, are kissed by wood fire or smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and we couldn't really figure out how to translate that out at the festival and, and not, and, and not uh, lose its integrity. You know, sure. we didn't want to start a fire indoors. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, so we decided to go the sweet route, we think. You know our, our desserts have been have been very well received and Colleen loves making them and you know we worked really closely with Mike and Tracy to kind of take a look at the wine lineup and we wanted to make sure that whatever we were serving was going to help complement uh, the wines that were being serving so or that were being served so um, so we thought this was a good wrap.
0: All right, so tell us what you're going to be serving.
1: Sure. So we're going to do a little a uh, uh, bing cherry cremeux so cremeux is you know kind of like a sort of like a semi it's um it's, it's a like frozen a, dessert it's, it's not, like a grown-up not, not creamy exactly yeah it's a grown-up it's a creamy for adults yeah for sure um right now on the on the restaurant menu we have a tropical cremeux uh so we're going to do one of those uh pairs really well with with a lot of different styles of wine um and then we're also going to do a um a little bit more on the savory and a little bit more uh, Vermont style. Just this really beautiful little piece of brioche with a Vermont creamery triple cream cheese. Um, some of our wood roasted apricots and then a, a drizzle of honey from pollinator North honey. Mm-hmm. Um, that's got a little, you know, a little creamy little, um, little seasonal, little smoke, a little char in there. Yeah, yeah. And then for the, the third trio uh, it's just this beautiful little little, little Meyer lemon bar. Oh. So um, you know nothing says says summertime like a like a Meyer lemon bar. Oh
0: so. man, that sounds great. What wine do you pair with that brioche and the cream and the apricot? Though is that? Oh uh,
1: man, you could go you could go in so many different directions. You could so, I mean champagne you know, I was, will
0: work, but I mean I'm thinking like a riesling would work.
1: Sure, Riesling would be great, you know, a nice spate laser or something yes. that's you know a little off a little off dry. Yes. That would be really fun. Also a viognier would go really well. Yes. I really Very like floral. Those, there you go. With those, yep, with those triple creams. And then also, I mean, if you ever spend any time in Spain, uh chocolate would work really well. So chocolate is just this light, crisp white, it's almost effervescent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike and I were just talking about this yesterday, I actually we're Huge chocolatey fans and, uh, uh, it, you know, they drink it for breakfast in Spain. So uh, chocolate and cheese doesn't get any better than that.
0: That's it. That's it. Oh, man, what an interesting way to kind of end up or maybe take a little pause during your wandering around at either session at Burlington Wine and Food. Now, are those items on your menu usually or might we see them, Sean, at Bramble?
1: Um, you you might you might see them. So cherry season is just coming into its own. So the you know the cherries from uh, Central California or, or Northern Central California from Lodi and stuff they're they're really beautiful right now. But you know a lot of the cherries from the Midwest and from the Pacific Northwest aren't quite in season yet. Mm-hmm. And when, once they do once they do um, you, you know then you know it becomes a, a little bit more affordable to to make them into the larger batches. So, you know, we try to use ingredients uh, when they should be used. I mean, we have that, that old-school, you know, European uh, sensibility or, or or sense of place where, you know, it's about using the ingredients at, at the right time and, and treating them with the respect that they deserve. So, um, so yeah, the, the the cherry cremeau could easily be there. We um, yeah, have the lemon bar. I mean, that could always find its way onto the menu. Who knows? Our menu's a a, a little bit of a, a roll of the dice
0: these days. Gotcha. No, I hear you. That's great. Well, we're so looking forward to seeing you, and I know you're going to make lots of friends at Burlington Wine and Food. And just for those who don't know, where is Bramble?
1: So Bramble, we are in the Essex Experience.
0: And when are you open, Sean?
1: Currently, so we're just expanding our hours a little bit. So you know, we're we're again, we've been very lucky. Um, Currently, we are open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday for dinner. Wahoo for being open Monday for dinner. Right. Not a lot of places are. So, yeah. um, and then and then we're open Sunday for lunch. So we're calling it lunch, but we definitely have you know some some brunch items on there as well. We've got this really beautiful um, smoked salmon and Bellini. Mm. We do you know a brunch caviar service. Uh, last week we did you know, a a, a Vermont pork shoulder, a hash with a couple of local poached farm fresh eggs. And so while we're not a breakfast spot, we're, we're definitely catering to that, to that brunch crowd for sure.
0: Sounds great. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you at Burlington Wine and Food and beyond at Bramble. Sean Heyer, thanks very, very much for being with us as we get ready for Burlington Wine and Food next weekend. Thanks very, very much. All the best.